Welcome to the Blanket Fortress, where your comfort zone is not a limitation, and we'll talk about everything and nothing. It's time to embrace being an introvert and everything that comes with it. I'm your hostess, Genevieve Scholl, and I am so happy to be here with you. Welcome to the Blanket Fortress. I'm Jen, and today in the fortress, I cannot have any of my usual comfort security items because uh, it is November 3rd, and let me just say now, if you're hearing any traffic noise, I apologize, but what I'm about to say will explain that. It is November 3rd in upstate New York, and it is sweltering outside today. I have the window open and it is, there's no breeze whatsoever coming in, which means I am dying in the studio, but we are, we're going to just deal with it because the cool days have arrived, even though today is a freak weather occurrence and the cool days will be back. But I also, I'm not able to have, because of the fact that it's hot, I'm not able to have my lovely soft blanket and I'm not able also not able to have my comfort drink which is coffee because I'm out I'm completely out and I tried to go to the store this morning and discovered that my car was undrivable if you have come from my vlogs you know that I've been having trouble with my car thought it was fixed and now it's doing the same thing again so Chances are I will not be going very many places, which for an introvert is a good thing. For somebody who needs coffee, not so much. So I am just drinking water today, and I'm also having, I'm drinking a lot of water because I'm having some issues, and I don't know if it's with just my throat or if it's my vocal cords or what the deal is, but the more I talk, the more painful my throat and under my tongue becomes. I don't know what's going on, and because of my iatrophobia, which is, for anybody who doesn't know, it's fear of medical professionals, I cannot go see a doctor. So it's just something I have to deal with and realize that I need to calm down when I talk and give myself breaks. But I have tried to make my atmosphere as cozy as possible. I have a sparkling cinnamon candle going. I have turned on my witch statue and my candles, my electric candles. And I have the window open so I can hear the birds chirping. I've also sprayed a cranberry scented wound spray to kind of give it that fall vibe in here. So let's get to the question of the week for this very first episode. And that is, what is your biggest challenge about being an introvert? I kind of tried to use a general question this week just because we're just beginning and I want to kind of get to know you guys as listeners. So my answer would be the fact that I'm oversensitive to sound, and I don't know whether this comes from being an introvert, or if it's part of my anxiety problems, or if it's just because I have such good hearing. But my oversensitivity to sound can very much cause me to isolate myself from other people, especially after a very long day of work, because I've discovered that first thing in the morning, I'm more tolerable, more tolerant of sounds. Um, you know, TVs can be louder, music can be louder. Uh, it doesn't bother me as much if the neighbors make noise. But I have discovered that the later in the day it gets, the more sensitive I am. And when I get overstimulated from all these sounds, I can 
get angry. I can get upset. And that causes me to isolate myself so that I do not take out my overstimulation on other people. So I do think that that would probably be my answer about what is the biggest challenge about being an introvert. You know, as introverts, we have a lot of challenges. And I'm sure there's a lot more that's kind of tie for me with that but I do feel my oversensitivity to sound can be a very big challenge and it's kind of difficult to find ways to get past that oversensitivity so I'm still learning about that um but basically I just have to realize you know I I watch tv all day I very much love tv and I will watch it all day long even if I'm working or anything But I also will listen to music or watch vlogs or listen to a podcast. And then if my mom is home, because I live with my mom, you know, she'll be talking. The cat will be meowing. You know, there's a lot of noises in the world. So I have to realize that I have to kind of dial it back on how much TV I watch, you know. and and, And I have to tell, I have to kind of train my brain that there is nothing wrong with quiet. I have never been somebody who can be within the quiet while trying to be productive. You know, late at night when everybody else is sleeping and the world is quiet, that I love. But as I'm trying to be productive, being being in the quiet is not conducive to being productive for me. I have to either have the TV on or music, although music can be quite distracting for me, or watching a vlog. Something has to be happening for me to be productive. And unfortunately, that means during my work day. And my work day, with everything I do, between vlogging and the business I own and being a personal assistant and writing my novels, it all adds up to basically me working 12 to 14 hours a day. The only times I don't work is right before bed when I read as I'm winding down to go to bed when I watch vlogs and if there is a TV show on that I have to watch, like the Winchesters. But otherwise, I am basically working morning to night. And that means morning to night, I am more than likely dealing with sounds. But anyway, that's a very long answer to the question. And we'll, we'll learn together how to deal with oversensitivity to sounds as we go on with this podcast. So if you would like to answer that question of the week, feel free to send it into my email, which is theblanketfortresspodcast at gmail.com, which I will also put in the show notes. And for this episode, we do not have a Facebook group set up, but I am getting in the process of getting that set up. So I will be posting the questions there as well. But for this week, please send me your answers into my email and I will read off the responses in next week's episode. If you'd like to remain anonymous with those responses, please do let me know because there's no pressure for me to use your name. And I would be more than happy to read off your reply without reading your name. So last week, I did a lot of stuff. I recorded my other podcast, Let's Get Mystical. I was part of a podcast interview on a road to an abundant author life. I recorded vlogs. I saw a movie. I dealt with some clients. I went to the grocery store twice. I went to bingo twice. I saw my best friend three times. Ah, that's just so much. I I messed with social media. I did writing and I helped my uncle move. 
That's a lot of stuff, especially for an introvert. And if you noticed, uh, most of it is social based. Uh, you know, the, in the center of it all is being social. That is why today's topic for the podcast is social burnout. And that is because I very much was socially burnt out. Not only did I see my best friend three times, not only do I live with my mom, not only did I talk to the person who was interviewing me for the podcast, but I also helped my uncle move. Now, you might think helping somebody move is not a very social thing, but during the course of helping him move, I had to talk to my brother, my sister-in-law, my uncle, my grandmother, my nieces, and my mom, all in one day. That's a lot of attention on me and causes me to not talk because I always feel like, and I'm sure most introverts feel this way, but I always feel like if I have to be the one speaking that I have to sound smart and anything that comes out of my mouth that is not smart makes me sound stupid. And that's not true. You know, I don't have to sound like freaking Leonard on the Big Bang Theory. I can be a penny and it's just fine. But that is not the way our brains are wired as introverts. So I very much got socially burnt out. And unfortunately, when you are socially burnt out, it not only exhausts you, it not only makes you stop talking, it not only isolates you, it also can, and very much did for me, shift your attitude. And you can get angry and upset and take it out on other people. And that's not a good place to be. That is not a healthy coping mechanism. But unfortunately, it did happen to me. I did take it out on other people and it was noticed. So I had to come back after I was done being burnt out and apologize to people and tell them what was going on. Most of them understood, of course, but there were some who basically brushed it off and saying that that's not an excuse. And it's not an excuse. I'm not using my introvertness or my overstimulation or my social burnout as an excuse. It's just what is. It's just a fact. Another fact about social burnout is it will cause you to get behind. And as introverts, most of the time, most of us as introverts, and me personally as a very organized and scheduled person, causing anything that causes me to get behind is very bad news. Because I do not like getting off schedule. Once I'm off schedule for one thing, everything else is off schedule. And it just causes more stress and more anxiety and makes me get even more backed up because all of that stress and anxiety piles on and makes me not want to work. Also, when you are burnt out, and I don't know if everybody experiences this, but this is what happens to me. When I get burnt out in any way, I don't even want to be in my own company. Basically, all I want to do when I am burnt out is sleep. Completely shut down and sleep. And that's just not a healthy thing to do. It's just not. It In the long run, it's not going to actually help. It's going to make things worse because if I just shut down and sleep, you know, you get more things piled on like depression and people are worried about you and you might miss appointments. You might, as a, again, get backed up in your work, which is just going to make things worse. It's a very slippery slope once you hit that burnout stage. 
which is why we need to try to find ways not to hit that stage, not to allow ourselves to be burnt out. It's a very, very, very hard thing to do, and we are constantly learning new ways to do it. And I don't know about you, but I'm not really sure it's ever going to happen. And that's okay, as long as we learn ways to cope with it and try to get us where we're not getting so close to burnt out, then that's what we need to do. That's the healthy thing to do. At least we are still learning. At least every day gives us a little bit more insight into ourselves. Now, I haven't really said much of anything that you don't already know yourselves. So why am I talking about it? Well, it's what I've had a challenge with this week. And I also think it's important to just kind of talk about what it's like to be in social burnout. Because a lot of us especially as introverts, feel like we're the only ones experiencing these things, and it's not true. So if you've ever been in social burnout, if you've ever, you know, gotten to a point where you just did not feel like doing anything, talking to anyone, going anywhere, it's probably social burnout, even if you did not recognize it as such. And some ways you can discover that is, for example, with my week, I didn't even want to pick up my camera and hit record to write to record a vlog. And vlogging is one of the things I absolutely love to do, and I didn't want to do it. So that tells me right there something was wrong, but I didn't listen. I didn't listen until it was too late. So you have to learn to recognize the signs. And so not wanting to do something you absolutely love is a big huge red flag and I was just too blind to see it and I just want to reiterate that it is possible to overuse your social battery even if you have hardly seen anyone we need to realize we need to take times to recharge our social battery even if it's not completely depleted especially if it's not completely depleted Even if you're at 70% of your social battery, I would highly suggest taking ways to recharge and whatever it's, whatever that looks like for you. Not everybody has the same recharge routine, but I would suggest having a recharge routine, whatever your family dynamic looks like, whatever your lifestyle is, you are allowed to take time off. You are allowed to sit down and read a book. You are allowed to shut out the world for a couple of hours and do nothing but veg in front of the TV. You are allowed to go for a walk and talk to no one. Put in those AirPods and just shut out the world. However, if you do that, I would suggest taking some kind of weapon or something to guard yourself against anybody while you're walking, especially if you're walking alone. You are allowed to do these things that recharge your battery, even if it's not your social battery, even if it's just your battery in general. You are allowed to do whatever it takes to recharge them. Think about your electronic devices. Would they work if you did not charge them? No, they wouldn't, and neither do we. So take the time to plug yourself in or unplug, if that's what it takes, and recharge your battery. So that's what I have for you guys today on the topic of social burnout. And before I go, I am going to leave you with this inspiring message from Aristotle. Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. 
And that is what we are trying to accomplish in the Blanket Fortress. So thanks for joining me, and I'll see you next time when we return to the Blanket Fortress.